Hey, this is LA Beast, and you're listening to the Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. I'm Kevin Kraft, once again joined by a man who is a nudist regarding 50% of his body and is currently using his boner to play a xylophone. That's Jeff Clark. I wish I could play an instrument. And beaming to us from Gettysburg... The bearded Confederate booger eating ghost known as Shuddy Boy. Yo. <laughs> Jeff, if you could instantly matrix jack yourself in to be a virtuoso of any instrument, but you could only pick one, what would it be? Oh, maybe the kazoo? It would 100% be the drums. The I've thought drums. about this forever. I know okay. everyone makes fun of the drummer. Supposedly, doesn't the drummer get mad pussy? I don't know. I remember Adam Sandler being the drummer and oh, Airheads, Airheads, yeah, and just killing it. And I've heard oh, Tommy Lee killed it. Like drummers do well, and that's really you know the my my main goal out of all this. Honestly, that isn't that like the old rock star joke? Like we started, we got we we started a band so we could start getting chicks. Pretty much. That's all I'm really trying to do here. Yeah. And hey, check me out. We're doing this do drum well. fill. And you know, like drums lends itself to, you know, uh, hip hop. I'm a big rap. I'm a <laughs> hip hop fan. It's so you'd be a hip hop drummer. Like drums. I, yeah, I mean, perhaps. Yeah, like Quest Love. You could. I I would have to fluff up my fro. Maybe get like a perm. <laughs> but I mean, if you were a virtuoso, you could also play death metal, which is arguably the toughest style of music to play on the drums to see jeff just going buck wild on a drum set like double like a flurry a fucking hurricane of double bass and jeff just hitting everything like the like the drummer from aborted who's the other guy that my buddy always just tell me about who's the dude from nile is he an awesome drummer, or am I missing? No, he is. I mean, I if you're out? in a death metal band, you are an awesome drummer. There isn't. I don't think yeah. there's a single death metal band where, like, man, I don't know where they got this fucking drummer from, but the rest of the guys are cool, but Jesus Christ. Like, you can't be a death metal drummer unless you can double bass for, like, a half hour straight and just play the drums like an octopus. And then jazz drummers, I feel like, are cool, too. I don't know. That's that's. I feel like I've always wanted to be good at drumming, and drums, drumming, drums, percussion, and drums. And I've, uh, any I any way, way of the any of those ways would have been acceptable. Yes, you were fine <laughs> in the first <laughs> way you, you said it. You didn't need to correct yourself. And then I uncorrect yourself. If I took a buckshot <laughs> approach, one of them were correct. I knew that's that was my angle there. But no, it's so like when did, Guitar Hero was a play big guitar, thing. right? Not very well, but I can I can play a few things. Yeah, but you okay? I know I understand. There's levels to it. It's like ping pong. I always say that, but you also <laughs> I feel like have mentioned that you're not very good at drawing, and I've seen your drawings, and I I would say you're very good, but I do get your point. How okay? How about this? In comparison to your drawing skills, where do your 
guitar skills rank? I'd say I'm, I might be, I'm probably a little bit better at drawing than I am at guitar. Okay, so you're, you're a little, you're pretty good though. So I can, I thought I was going to pull off something very cool at Ellis Mania once. And (laughs) so like (laughs) for years, we always did a thing where, you know, Jason called it Tiger Box. When Death, Death, Die broke up, we started doing Tiger Box and we got legit musicians from like different professional bands to form one band. And we would all pick songs and we would perform them at Ellis Mania. This band would like rehearse, get the song down. And it was kind of like a live karaoke. Like Jason would do a song, Tully would do a song, I would do a song, and uh, a couple select listeners would do a song. And I one time picked Black Sabbath. Um, and I was like, you know what? I've got months. I'm going to get the fucking solo. So they even told the guy, like the, the, the lead guitarist in the band, like, all right, well, you can just do rhythm and backup because Kevin's going to do the solo. And he was like, fuck. All right, well, this is going to be an easy gig for me because it's a pretty easy Sabbath song uh, unless you get to the solo. So I had never played with a band before. Uh, I, and pl- like, that's, like doing that song, playing guitar and singing... Like, playing the, the guitar and singing is super hard if it, like, the vocals don't kind of match the same rhythm as the guitar you're playing, because th- then, it's, then it's easy. So, I got that down, and then I just practiced the solo for months, and I thought I was doing well with it. Like, I looked up the tabs, I played it with the song a whole bunch of times. Apparently, the, the band was playing it at, like, a slightly different speed. And then when I when it came time to do the solo, I started doing it, and they had dancers on stage. So it was this girl Kelly, and this girl Malice. Malice comes over and starts shaking her ass on me, hits the guitar, bonks like the neck out of my my hand, and I lost my spot, and I couldn't get like I was like, oh, th- I I have not prepared for this. I don't know what to do in this scenario. It was the fucking beginning of the solo. I played maybe like seven notes and then her ass bonked my guitar, knocked the neck out of my hand, and I go back and I'm like, I'm panicking. Like, I'm like, oh, fuck, what part is the solo at now? So I just tried to jump in anywhere and it was literally like, and this is something probably for the Ellis fans because this will be fresher in their minds, but Fred Durst at the VMAs one year tried to do a guitar solo and fucked it up so bad. It was literally like when you when you fuck up in Guitar Hero. It went, Frank, geek, onk, pink, fwow, <laughs> diddly gank, burnt, squomp, Eer! It was just embarrassing. I fucked up Fred Durst style, trying to go back in. It literally went, pink, donk, huh, fwow. And then like I just, that scene, like in Back to the Future, where his hand starts to fade <laughs> away. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I totally Marty McFly'd it. It was like my hands fully disappeared. And then I just sat there, and it's kind of a long solo. So I just sat there awkwardly, like, "Fuck!" And everybody's laughing at me. Brutal. Oh, Fucking man. brutal. Wait, in the crowd, they were laughing too. 
I could tell people were like, Jesus. Oh, I mean, no. That is the Kevin Kraft way of things to go. And I, I was talking to the guys. I mean, like, there should not have been any other reasonable. There should not have been any reasonable expectation of any outcome other than that. Something oh, no. Like that. I bit off way more than I could chew. And the, the guys in the band like could tell that I was nervous right before we were going up. And he was like, have you ever played with a band before? And I'm like, not guitar. I've gone up and sing, like sung before on stage in front of a crowd, but I've never played guitar <laughs> with a band in front of a crowd. And he was like, whoa. He's like, he's, <laughs> yeah. he goes, he goes, do you drink? And I was like, yeah. He's like, go to the bar right fucking now and do two shots of whiskey. <laughs> I was like, okay. He's like, that'll loosen you up. It'll take the nerves off. And if you fuck up, you won't give a shit. So I went, that I was ran not the, bar. the year that, I was at Ellis Mania, was it? I don't I know. I did see Tiger Box once. You would have been clowning me. So, probably Yeah, not. I don't remember that. I... <laughs> that was very embarrassing, I don't, though. I don't really remember much of Ellis Mania when I go. That was the year, but you that was the night before the fight. So, you weren't even there yet. Yeah, Tiger Box and all that stuff always happens on Friday, and the fights are on Saturday. Like, that that was the first year I went that I saw Tiger Box. And, like, you rolled in without a ticket minutes before Ellis Mania started, if I remember correctly. Yeah, that's a Jeff Clark way. Oh, it's starting oh, in Oh, you're minutes. talking to me. Oh, yeah. you need a ticket right. to get into this? <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm a fucking hot mess half the time, let me tell you. Real diva, but whatever. Hey guys, my, my charm makes up for it. I think. Hey, yes, Shuddy. Yes, Shuddy. I have something that might be fun. All right. Well, I mean, first off, happy Father's Day, Shuddy. Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for being accommodating and devoting some of your Father's Day to recording MSPH and the Patreon show. Of course, of course, I don't have a problem with that. No one's around currently anyway, so I'm spending it with you guys. You're just cutting into my jack-off time. No. <laughs> I would be working if I wasn't doing this. I The desk is littered. It's just out of sight, but I have work stuff piled. Well, this is marijuana over here. The work's over here. Well, like one helps work, the work other. Work work or like He-Man work? No, no. Work work <laughs> is over here. Okay. <laughs> Like bookkeeping work is over here. There is He-Man work right over here. This is for the Patreon. Oh so there my is goodness! Some He-Man. Oh Dominic, don't worry. Dominic sent me pictures. I got stuff. Oh, I was listen. Dominic was <laughs> was giving me live updates of all the responses. Um, but while we're speaking of He-Man, these fucking rad ass prints behind me that have gone up on the wall are from steven s yeah homie from archer I, yep as jeff refers to him the archer homie um <laughs> they're i mean they're fucking amazing yeah, yeah, they're he's... so cool we got wait hold on we got skeletor mm-hmm yep i got no chance i don't even know oh come on you gotta know the, the one on the left the one on the left, that's Ram Man. Nope. Uh, Ra- Ram Don? Who's left? My left or your left? I was saying my left. Our left. 
So that would be yes. That yeah. One. Okay. Looks like some sort of chimp. I don't know. <laughs> Orangutan dude. I mean, not uh, like only like eighty-five percent wrong. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Just help me out here. Who? Who is it? Who? Who do you got up there? That's Beast Man. Oh fuck. And then that's Trap Jaw. Trap Jaw. Which, in when you look at Trap Jaw up close. You can see the the similar uh, the similarities with the Archer animation style when you look at his face. It's fucking awesome. That yeah, see now that's sweet. a guy that can fucking draw. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know the difference, but yeah, you're pretty he good. Told you should me, do some He Man for Shuddy. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I will. Told, I'll do some He Man for you, Shuddy. I would love that. He uh, make myself a according note. according to him. These were just lunchtime doodles a couple of years back. I'm so jealous of that. <laughs> he's so he's so good. His stuff is so fucking cool. He said that when they were doing the space season of Archer, when they were animating that, these were his lunchtime doodles when he was taking a break from animating Archer. That's awesome. Man, that... <laughs> Like, that's got to be so fun. Like, even the stuff that I do that's just Bush League, it's just fun. I really enjoy doing it. I could only imagine what it's like to have that fun and then have that be your finished product and just be like, I would be walking around like I got a 10-foot dick. I'd be like, yeah, I created that. How fucking cool. But yeah, shout out to Steven. He's a he's a rad dude. I like yeah, that Yeah, he is. I uh, They're... I love them. I mean, he's got a nice spread on that wall behind you. Because he did the all-seeing poo and uh, Pam from Archer with the all-seeing poo. This is basically, other than the Holy Mother Skeletor, the Blessed Mother Skeletor behind me. The Archer homie's wall. Yep, and this is all the art of Stephen S. on the wall. Nice. Um, So, Shuddy... Speaking of your your He-Man adventures, you went on one with Dom. Oh, yes. And did Mark uh, go with you too? Mark did not. It was just a, a me and Dom excursion. How, was how like, eventful and uh, productive was it? I mean, it was, what do you consider, what would you consider eventful and productive? Okay, did How you many and Dom new sh- items did you buy? And did you a and Dom significant share amount? a bed? No, because <laughs> we're adults. Great question. I got a room with two beds. So you guys right. slept in the um, same room? Mm-hmm. So you're not that much adult. No. <laughs> Dom, was, Dom still had uh, to listen to you snore all fucking night. Dom was, Dom was dead to the world. Was that the main reason for your question, Kevin? Or is your take that... Adults shouldn't be sharing a hotel room together because I don't I don't hate either one. Obviously, the shoddy uh, sleep apnea joke is much better. But I didn't like if- ask him. I'll text him or Kevin, you text him and ask for an okay. update. But I've been led to believe by members of my family that since I've lost that huge chunk of weight, my snoring has not been bad. Okay, I just, it's I just not been bad, or is or has been much better. It has not been bad. That's awesome. But 
who know, maybe Dom's just gonna zag on that one, huh? Yeah, maybe Sharon is just being nice. Oh well, I thought you said family members. Sharon could just be be being nice. That's for sure. Well, I mean, I I have been. I've experienced Shuddy Boy snoring firsthand many, many a times over the decades. And Shuddy Boy staying at my mom's house in Jersey, sleeping in the basement, his snoring can be heard by people upstairs. So just because he's not sleeping in the same room with you doesn't mean you're immune to his snoring. It'll get you. And that one time when we, we, we shared a room in Ocean City, Maryland, when we went on like a big group trip, I had to take my the the comforter and pillow into the bathroom and sleep in the bathtub and shut the door and wrap a pillow around my head because that was the only way to escape it. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Well, hopefully those issues are in the past along with uh, that lost weight. Let's hope. But yes, it was very eventful. We had... Uh, a lot of fun Friday night. Oh, he's playing a... <laughs> Your little sleep apnea riffs. Sounded like you're fucking up in Guitar Hero. <laughs> did you ever play so we, Guitar Hero, Jeff, back in the yeah, day? Yeah, we talked about this. And did, this you, is, it, it, and you play, did you get it when they introduced all the instruments and, like, try the drums? Because when they when rock when Guitar Hero mimicked Rock Band and they gave you all the instruments, I actually did get relatively good at the drums. Like I could play I on the expert the level. Drums on Rock Band a lot more than playing the guitar. Yeah, it was fun. Like it got to a point where I was like, "Wow, I can actually keep a, a rhythm through an entire song." And I know there obviously there's a world of difference between playing drums in guitar in Guitar Hero than there are in real life, but. I feel like that's a much better foundation than if you were playing really good at the guitar in Guitar Hero and then tried to play an actual guitar. I feel like it'll translate a little bit better. But did you ever, were you good at it on the drums, Jeff? Well, my family got um, rock band for Christmas one year, but well. I was in college at that time. And we didn't have rock band at, like, at my college, in my college house. We only had Guitar Hero. So I played a little bit and I tried the drums. I mean, I went from terrible to not so terrible but i never really got good and never like gave, gave, I, rock band never gave me confidence that i would be anything other than terrible at the drums no. but i did like that was my first you know that was my first instrument of choice or character of choice however you, well maybe uh, one day if, if um crafter jeff shuddy edition brings enough patreon subscribers we can commit to getting you a drum kit and drum lessons and have a Jeff make a wish. Uh, I don't know. You can do a, I mean, a drum a drummer journal video series exclusive to Patreon. Oh, now I'm gonna play <laughs> Happy feel, Birthday on the drums. Drum hero. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like that type of stuff is like a young. It's a young man's game. Like you have to learn it. No. Like bullshit. if you if you if you tried to play basketball right now. It would take you forever to learn. But, you know, if you grow up playing basketball or an instrument, obviously it becomes like muscle memory. Like you, I feel like, it's, like the boat hasn't sailed on you. Could I mean, I don't think you'll ever be a virtuoso, but you could play the drums and have fun with it and be decent. Nah, my doofy could, white ass doesn't have rhythm. And that's just it. God's decided. 
You could be God in, has decided. in a middle-aged cover band. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But, I mean, I feel like I would have to like dedicate... I feel like I'd have to dedicate so much of my time just to be, like, decent. I mean, Richard Christie used to talk about... Because he was a death metal drummer, but he would... In, like had a drum set in his barn in Kansas and he would tie <laughs> weights to his ankles so he could double bass faster and he would play for like four or five hours a day practicing in, in the in his in his barn but yeah I got too much other shit I like to do if you're gonna be a death metal drummer you have to play that much you could just be a casual drummer but I'm sorry shuddy boy uh, your He-Man journey and your Gettysburg trip Yes. So you and Dom shared a hotel room, but not a bed. That is correct. What was, before you got to your He-Man Mecca, what did you guys do in Gettysburg? Uh, Friday night, we uh, we had a ghost tour booked, and we got into town er, a little early, and we're looking was looking for stuff to do, and I... Things looked like it was a, like normal times, like the Getty downtown downtown, which is very tiny, was mobbed with with tourists, like groups wow. of people. Like it was, there were lines at all. Gettysburg must have, uh, and I'm just, uh, you know, I'm just running my mouth here, but. Per square mile, must have the most ice cream shops anywhere in the world. Man, you just you just upsold the shit out of Gettysburg to me. Because Dom and I were in, uh, were in a especially me in a condition where every ice cream shop looked like it was the best ice cream shop in the world. Did you sample? How many a couple of them did places? you knock off? Yeah, <laughs> we I, we just actually we did a loop through the main part of town and we're walking down the street and there was a little arcade, which Dom like had a radar for immediately. So we went in there, hung out for a little bit. Then we got ice cream. Then we went and checked in for our ghost tour, which it came the the ghost tour company that we were with. The owners also own a, a little like microbrew bar next door. Oh, so it came with two drinks free from there. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Um, but no instructions on how we were to obtain our free beverages or any guidance other than to be outside five minutes before our scheduled time. So Dom and I, chilled for a little bit couldn't figure out i was like well at least we have these free drinks let's go get them we walked into the bar asked about that and the bartender says oh well with your tour you know you all get brought in here at the same time as a group for your drinks but you can buy them now you can buy a drink now beforehand okay so dom and i got a drink and i was like dom we've got to drink these really quickly we've got to be outside in five minutes so I oh. told him all of this. So you guys were going back to the Kutztown days. Oh, time I to told, chug a beer. I told him all of this. 
And I ordered my drink appropriately for such a situation because I got something that was pineapple juice, Sprite, and Malibu. So super Whoa. easy, super easy to slug down very quickly. Super vaginal. I did not pay attention to what Dominic was ordering <laughs> because he ordered. Okay, so I just got a text back from Dominic that I believe has a spoiler alert for this story. So I'm going to uh-huh. save the text until later. Okay. Uh, he I again I was not in the state of mind where I was able to also take care of him worry about him at the same time he ordered something called warm apple pie which ended up being oh that's got moonshine doesn't it yep apple (laughs) pie moonshine mixed with ginger yes 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 (laughs) fuck yeah I slug down my drink and I look at Don and there's this much missing from the glass. And we have we have two minutes to go. <laughs> so I ended up having to help him chug his moonshine. We, literally, we go outside. We hand in our tickets to the tour guide. And within a matter of two minutes, she's brought us back into the bar where we get our first free drink that we have five minutes to drink before the tour starts. Man, Gettysburg parties. <laughs> so, For real. They're like so, encouraging binge drinking. I like it. So Dom and I had to chug. Uh, we ended up getting beer this time around, but had to chug two drinks rapid fire. Uh, <laughs> so wait, he, does I, you, Kevin laughed like um, Dom has a history or like a track record with moonshine. Is does he go after moonshine? No, get, no, no, it, no. It was just that it's not a, something you chug, right? I'd say hey, okay, okay. Yeah, and the three of us, we all each have our own individual stories of just when we were a little too wasted. So it's just like, oh man, the good old days. I just got very so, excited hearing that. Kevin used to bring apple pie moonshine to parties. So like the most fucked up I've ever gotten, and probably like the most like I mean, I guess infamously. I, infamously whatever i'm gonna fuck it up i'm not gonna continue it <laughs> louis Superbogger. i got in college and my friends would make fun of me about was halloween and it was off of, i think soco and lime shots oh so like you know if that were to come up in conversation with old friends and they made fun of me and everyone laughed there would be like a reason why i didn't know if it was like the same thing with moonshine where it's like dom has went at moonshine a few times and it is just he's came out on the losing end a few so wait what so. what happened uh that was such an incident for you jeff that people goof on you about the soco so i just i mean like i did probably like 15 20 shots of soco lime when we were out in uh this was i think it was freshman year we're using our fake ids to go out it was halloween night and we were in St. Mark's Place, right? I forget the name of the bar, but it was in the village or St. Mark's Place in New York City. And yeah, I just, I don't know. I was young. I was stupid. I was acting like a hot shot. I had, I think I'd won a bunch of money from gambling. So like I was just down to spend it and go nuts on Halloween night. And I had seriously like 15, 20, threw up in the bathroom, pretty much got carried home from like Manhattan on like three different subway trains on the Q46 in Queens. 
and then back to campus. And at one point I was just like lying on the side of like fucking union or utopia parkway. Just like, Hey guys, fuck this. I'm not walking the rest of the way. Just, just leave me here. And my buddy is like dragged me. I had to sneak onto campus because campus security said I was too drunk to go on back onto campus. Oh shit. I end up, they end up like my friends and, and mind you, I'm close to my fattest weight ever. Like I have to be easily like 250, 260. So I'm drunk. My friends, like two of them are carrying me. So we got to hop this fence. They like essentially throw me over the fence. (laughs) And I remember this. I remember sobering up midair and doing like a front flip over this fence and landing. Wait, on your feet? Like, yeah, sticking it perfectly. (laughs) And I'm like trying to take like another step forward and crumbling. And then them having to carry me to uh, the dorms. And we have this security guard at the dorm who was like notorious. He looked like he was a bald Drew Carey lookalike. And he was just this notorious hard ass. And like, as we're walking to the door, they're like, you got to keep it together. He's in a nail. He's got to keep it together. And again, just like, the fence like i just sobered up for like a brief second and like straightened up made it past the security guard and just like crumbled when i got holy in. shit and i i threw up the whole next day i was just in rough rough shape i probably lost a few pounds which is what i needed at the time but it was all it was all because i went super hard on these soco and lime shots dude i'm t- soco and lime is fucking dangerous that's like I feel like everybody has their alcohol where when it's brought up, they're like, oh, all right, no, none for me. And that's SoCo and Lime. That's like, always been yours. It's Jägermeister for me. Yeah. Like my SoCo and Lime thing was when I was an electrician, you know, my, my uncle, like I was working at McDonald's, quit, and then was like, well, shit, now I don't have a backup plan. Where do you go in McDonald's is your backup plan. And my uncle reached out to me. He's like, yeah, I have this small electrical company. You can work for us, you know pay was shit but he's like you know you'll learn on the job and so i i took it and i ended up just you know i was a terrible employee i was i was horrible at it i had no idea what i was doing but everybody liked me just because i would tell jokes all day so they would just keep me around to lighten the mood and tell jokes and at the christmas party one year one by one everybody came up to me and wanted to do a shot and i was just like all right well soco and lime it is let's let's fucking do it soco and lime so someone will come up We'd do a shot. They would walk away. Somebody else from the company would walk up and be like, Kev, come on. I want to do a shot with you. What are you drinking? Just kept the SoCo and limes going. And um, I was staying, going to stay at my uncle's house. Like I drove with him. Uh, I brought a girl. Shuddy, you, you uh, Becca. Mm-hmm. Becca came with me. So when the night was done, I was trashed. Becca was worse. She was so bad, I actually carried her in my arms out of the bar and put her into my uncle's pickup truck. I get in the front seat. Sounds a little date rapey. Well, my, my cousins were also there, my younger cousins. So my two younger cousins are sitting in the back with her. I'm sitting shotgun. My uncle's driving. The second the truck starts moving, I get the spins. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. So I'm like holding my head, and I'm trying to just find one spot to stare at. And we get on the New Jersey Parkway, and all hell breaks loose. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up. And it's, you know, December in Jersey, so it's cold. So I roll the window down, and I'm going to puke out the window of the truck. 
but I was like, I know what, what happens when you puke, the wind blows it back. And I didn't, I felt bad. I didn't want to get puke all over the side of his pickup truck. So I stood <laughs> yeah. up, stood up on the, the passenger seat. The, my, from my knees down is the only part of my body still in the car. So I'm full on standing up outside the car. I have no idea how I didn't fall out and die. And I'm just barfing like a, like a fire hose all over the place, barfing, barfing, barfing. I finally finish and I get back in the car and uh, my cousins in the back seat are like flipping out. And I'm just like, ah, fucking grow up, you bitches. And they're like, no, the wind was blowing your puke back in. So they got like puke flex in their eyes. Oh, you piece of shit, Kevin. How do you have <laughs> friends or family? So we finally get back to my uncle's house. And apparently the wind blew all my puke into the bed of his pickup truck. And since it was so cold, it froze. So there was frozen now I, puke. And now I don't have an uncle anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was... Oh. So he had to get the frozen puke out of the bed of his pickup truck. Yeah, my cousins carried me inside while he hosed the pickup truck off. So <laughs> you should have been made to hose the pickup truck. I guess you I couldn't, couldn't even at stand that up. time. I uh, so like I've never ordered SoCo and Lime again, and but I I don't have like a problem drinking. Like I don't have any liquor that I've crossed off. Despite oh, see, I'll get PTSD. Having, like if somebody at the bar does a shot and I smell it on their breath, I'll have to walk away. Yeah, that's what. You, I guess that's I'm, how Jägermeister is for me. Even well, Red Bull, Red Bull. Oh, because uh, you is, were mixing them. Because I, I would do Jäger bombs. So Jäger like, bombs the, were so fun for. So like even years. like Draven <laughs> drinks Red Bull, and sometimes I catch a wolf, a whiff of it, and it makes my stomach like do flips. I yeah. hate it. So I've did never you have had a, a, a? Go ahead, Jeff. No, it doesn't matter. I, I was going to say I've never had a Red Bull outside of like having liquor in it, like a Jaeger bomb or like a, I've had a Red Bull and vodka. But it's pretty much a throwaway statement. What were you going to say? Well, I was curious if Shuddy like had some epic moment kind of like that that threw him off. Jaeger. Like, can you pinpoint the moment where you're like, "Fuck it, that's it." Yeah. I'm going to guess it was a hardcore show. No, no, this was... <laughs> Pull up your shirt, show your battle scar. Yeah, that was... yeah that's how I got this. <laughs> uh, I think the night that really sealed it for me was the night that I threw up on myself in the tally-ho from doing Jaeger bombs. <laughs> what the fuck is a tally-ho? It was the bar that Dom and us frequented that we were regulars at where we were friends with every, you know, all of the bartenders and the manager because it was known that I was in the bathroom puking my guts out. Uh, like it was not a secret uh, to anybody. And Scotty, the, who was the DJ for karaoke, but also the manager of the bar. Uh, as soon as I came out of the bathroom, with nothing but a, a hood, a zip up hoodie on because I had puked all over my, the t-shirt I was wearing forced two Jaeger bombs in my hands and looked at Damn. me and oh. said, puke and rally. Oh, <laughs> oh and Shuddy oh. boy is very susceptible to peer pressure. So I'm sure you did them. Yep. 
And that, I think <laughs> that was probably no the last time that I was able to successfully <laughs> do Jaeger bombs without wanting to die afterwards. That's nice having a spot where you can just um, bring yourself to the brink of alcohol poisoning and the owners will still serve you. Brink? I, I don't... I, I can tell you that there were many nights that mostly Dom and Mark were on one side of me and I did something like this to sign the bar tab and then left my credit card there as they carry me out. They just worked your, your wrist like Bernie Lomack? Like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> Dude, I built up so much good faith and goodwill at my college bar that I got my brother in when he was like 14 or 15. Holy well, shit. We, we used to have that kind of thing at the at the bar and where we knew that if we got whoever we wanted underage to come with us as long as we were in there prior to 9 p.m and they were with us nobody would question it once it got to be 21 and over love it solid yeah i miss those days i gotta build up that kind of equity with the, the no, dog bars i, mean, I on don't the corner. think you should be Building up any equity to bring anybody underage into a bar at this stage of your life, Jeff. Well, I'm trying to get laid, Shuddy. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Hey, I know uh, a place that'll serve us. <laughs> so, you know, it's actually, it's actually my apartment. I got a whole bunch of stuff there. So Dom and I were both a little toasted uh, on top of the, large amount of marijuana that I ingested for the ghost tour. Fucking. Hey, I feel like you've said too much about Gettysburg. What goes on in Gettysburg stays. In so Gettysburg. then we got after the ghost tour, we got our final drink, which we had some time to actually sit and enjoy. Sip like adults. Yep. Then we got a Domino's pizza. Cool. Man. I'm jealous of the heroin coming out. I mean, it was 11 o'clock at night in a small rural town that everything at 9.30, everybody must have left because it was there was nobody around town other than other people on ghost tours when we, when we went back to the hotel. Do and, you know when the latest an, uh, the latest an ice cream parlor closed? All of them <laughs> were closed at 11 p.m. when we were done. No. I know the one that we had went to closed at 10 bunch of pussies um so what was the ghost tour cool at all it was all right i I know you believe in ghosts and you're frightened of them i wasn't that impressed with it it was it seemed like it was a lot of theatrics without any actual like ghost stories if that makes any sense did you do any drunken heckling no no i behaved about that about this though is dom loved it and that was that was the most important part for me was that if dom and if dom had been bummed out about it it would i would have a much different opinion on it but dom loved it do you think that was due to drunken giddiness probably probably i i don't know we'd have to ask him uh but he ended up he ended up passing out before I did 
And while I was laying in bed watching TV, eating Domino's at least three times, he woke up and was like, are you okay? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm fine, Dom. I am okay. And he's like, okay. And then I'd hear nothing from him. I'd look back and he'd be passed out again. And then 30, you know, a few minutes later, how are you feeling? I, I, I'm good, Dom. I'm all right. Um, I think these and- are buying signals. He was trying to little cuddle, little cuddle session. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you still awake? Yeah, I'm still uh, awake. Then we are got up awake? the next morning, had breakfast, went to the battlefield, made a pit stop in the visitor center for snacks, and paid like $9 each for a pack of gummies. And what, if I had to guess in my professional opinion, were repackaged famous Amos cookies or something similar. That's some bullshit. (laughs) Uh, But ended up devouring them while we did the battlefield tour. Uh, Dom took a bunch of pictures. Yeah, he, so I asked him, did Shuddy snore and keep you, keep you awake on your trip? And he wrote back, he didn't keep, keep me awake since we were both pretty tore up and passed out quick. It was really loud though. (laughs) Well, because I found out yesterday morning that at 3 a.m. He was fixated on the snack vending machine in the hotel. Did it have extraordinary snacks? Nope. He was fixated on it. Like, we checked in, and before we could go up the elevator, he's like, I want to check out the snack machine. What a little dumbass, huh? And then he talked about it, but apparently at 3 a.m., he woke up in the middle of the night and went down and got peanut M&Ms and Reese's peanut butter cups from the snack machine. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I can't hate on those choices. That's, that's a good uh, vending machine haul right there. And then uh, after the battlefield, it was a 20-minute drive to Eternia Dreams where I lost self-control very quickly yeah dom sent me a picture of you you honestly have this look on your face like so you have one two three four at least four he-man figures in your hands that i can see (laughs) and you have this smirk on your face like you're about to just run for the door without paying no no (laughs) i that was looks like Tom Brady with all his Super Bowl rings. Yeah. So all right, Dom, time picture, to dine and dash. I believe we had been in the store for five minutes when that picture was taken, and you already were bear hugging He Man toys. In in my oh, defense, shit. Hold on. In Can my I post defense, this picture on the Instagram too? Yeah. Okay. It's on. I it was on my Instagram story and Dom's. Um. One of those things I wasn't buying. I was just in the process of moving it to get to something I wanted. And I like that there's a wall of Nintendo and Super Nintendo games behind you. I feel oh, like there was so much. There was so much stuff there. It was rad. Oh, I see a used N64 in the corner as well. An N64, yes. a Sega Genesis, and an original Xbox. You Ooh, and a, and a PlayStation One. Yes. Cool. And I th- that's a boner-inducing store. I it's don't know if boner time. If he sent this one <laughs> to you, hit the lights. It's boner time. 
<laughs> Damn right it is. He-Man boner time. So how many did you end up purchasing, Shuddy? This has to be a profile pick right here. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Nine, Do you need a third hand? Okay. I believe 10 items. 10 items. Terracloth Skeletor, New Adventures, Skeletor, Battle Sound, Skeletor 2000X, uh, Trap Jaw 2000X, Buzz Off, King Hiss, two of these, uh, two set, not. What? How many? Two Masters of the Universe minis. Um, Skeletor, Battle Cat, King Pish, Flap Tour. Seven. Uh, 11 a super seven <laughs> evil lynn and a super seven reaction grayscale beast man she-ra nude no shira stuff how many toys or like honorable mentions or like were the first cuts last cuts i guess the things that i wanted that i didn't get were uh pricing were because of pricing. Not that the prices were bad. The prices for everything, as far as I could tell, were fair. I just, I wanted to walk out of there with the most amount of stuff for the least amount of dollars. Was that store crowded? Efficiency. He-Man efficiency. It was not crowded. There were, (laughs) there were only a couple of people in there at a time. Nobody for as long as Dom and I were. Damn right. You're damn At right, one Kevin. Point, I walked up to the counter and I just had all this stuff in my hand. I said, um, she's like, are you done? I was like, no, I was one. Can I just leave this here because I'm out of hand space? And she was like, yes, you can start a pile, which. You had a pile. Person at the front desk is like, we got a pile over here. Pile. Need backup. They're probably stoked, though. I mean, who knows how much business they're getting. I know He-Man's killing it lately. Well, they do. Eternia Dreams does a lot of online auction sales on Facebook and sells a lot of stuff. So they do a lot of uh, online business. Man, there's a... Wow, that is a big pile of toys. Holy shit. What are Eternia minis? They look like stress balls of like red blobs. Okay, so I actually I ended up not getting those, but they look like Mad Balls. Remember Mad Balls? Man, all right. So I, we, I have no idea what you're talking about. We got to put uh, these up. Make sure you're following at MSPH Podcast on Instagram. We're actually pretty so, close to getting two thousand followers. So if anybody wouldn't mind topping us off, that would be that'd be dope. And you get to so, see yeah. these fucking pictures of Shuddy Boy. Just amongst a mountain of He-Man toys. Good Lord. So the minis are these little figures that look like this. Oh. Yeah, that's pretty tiny. That's like a Jeff dick. And wave one and two came randomly. (laughs) They were blind boxes, and this is a little snake mountain plastic thing that it came in. 
So that's what those were. That's like a Polly Pocket. Remember that thing, well, Polly Pocket? Sort of, but there's nothing inside. It's literally just so they could hide the figure in it. Uh, there's not like a, a little scene? Oh, like a, no, a He-Man just, diorama in there? Nope, it's just hollow. It's not like Mighty Max was the boy version of Polly Pocket. Mighty Max, that's right. I was just Googling that. What's the boy version of Polly Pocket? I actually had fucking some of those Mighty Max things. Mark Rooster did as well. Holy shit. Is it just me or were toys cooler when we were young? It's it's probably just you. No. Actually, <laughs> no, because like there's there's more electronics. It depends how you define cooler, because there's obviously a lot more electronics. There's smartphones, all that other shit. The video game stuff is a lot more advanced, but obviously the action figure market and just like act like tangible yeah just like the toys the toy aisle at toys r us i feel like had cool shit when we were kids i mean there's not even a toys r us i know we can uh (laughs) we can maybe discuss this a little bit further in this week's patreon all right as i have a brand new released he-man toy that we can we can discuss and see what your thoughts on it are Here's, here's a little hint. You can fuck it. <laughs> I was getting I some uh, to you closing can, vibes out of Shuddy. You can fuck it. And yes, I have. <laughs> Miles. <laughs> What's up, bro? Well, did uh, anybody watch anything to review? Uh, watch. No. Nope. We finished Sweet Tooth. Oh, yeah, I I need to get back to Sweet Tooth. I've I watched like three or four episodes and haven't gone back yet, but I do want to finish it. How did it wrap up? Was it strong? I well, it wrapped mm. up in such a way that it didn't feel like it was ending. I thought we had another episode afterwards. I feel like uh, Netflix does that sometimes. Like there's some stuff they're they're afraid to commit to. Like um when they launched Castlevania, Season one, I think, is only four episodes, and it does not end like the way a season ends. You're just like, wait, that's it? There's not a fifth? Why? Why? And they they were just like chicken shit to commit to a big production. So they're like, all right, we'll put four episodes out, see how that does, and then we'll order more. And then, you know, obviously it was a hit, and they made three more seasons, but then it's it's not like a quick turnaround where you just write it and film it. They had to fucking animate it and shit. So it took a long ass time. Did you watch Utopia on Amazon with John Cusack, Rank Wilson? No, I didn't. Sweet Tooth kind of ends in a way similar to that, whereas it's a it's a pretty fucking big cliffhanger. Whereas if it doesn't get renewed for a second season, there's going to be no closure to the first story arc whatsoever. Like it ends in such a weird spot. Huh. I mean, I feel like Sweet Tooth did well enough to where there's going to be a second season. But yeah, when I saw that the first season was only eight episodes, that was kind of I was like, ah, they're probably just going to do one of those notorious Netflix cliffhangers. Oh. It was good. I enjoyed it though. I really I enjoyed it. Sharon enjoyed it. Yeah, it's very I mean, colorful. Uh, uh, it does get pretty. It, 
does get violent, surprisingly. Mm, I like that. More so, more so than I expected based on what you said about the first episode. Um, like the animal army from is pretty brutal in the show. Nice. Nice. Wait, how many episodes have you watched, Kevin? I think three or four. Okay, and there's, uh, was it, ten, I think ten eight. episode season? Eight, okay. <laughs> um, no, it's about those little monster children, the world divided about how we should handle them. I caught that much. And the, isn't the, the, the main character kid got antlers? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucker. Yeah. I'm all, I'm I'm on the same page here. I'm disappointed <laughs> Kevin didn't finish watching it so he could be up to speed with uh your review. Speaking of which, how how you doing on Mayor of Easttown? Are we ready to suck some of those Kate Winslet dicks or no, I can finish that last episode. I'm just waiting until I don't remember what happened in any of the previous episodes That's, before I, I watch the finale. Finish it. All right, you're you're correct. <laughs> That's it. Get off the goddamn, get off the podcast. Go finish it. Come back. Let's, we'll, we'll circle back in an hour. <laughs> yeah, it'll be like, uh, the fuck did I just watch? Um, that's all I have. Uh, as I, far as reviews. I watched that new Pixar movie last night. That's on uh, Disney+. Plus. I thought Jeff was going to take a stab at the name. No, I, he looked I, like he was I, winding no, up. I, Solo? <laughs> no, is it that? Nope. Okay, well, I don't know. The what you're correct amount about. of letters. It's just called Luca. Oh, okay. And it's weird because I haven't seen any trailers for it. I've seen a couple billboards around LA, and when I was at Disney, I saw a few advertisements for it, just like murals or billboards and shit. But I hadn't seen any actual footage from it, uh, which is weird. I feel like they usually push these Pixar movies pretty hard. But uh, it's 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 weird. It's it's it takes place in Italy, and it's the, it follows this sea monster, which sea monster is a pretty vague term. So it almost looked like if uh, a mermaid fucked. A sea monkey. So it has a tail, it has legs, it has fins, and it looks a little newty or salamandery. Oh, I saw one of those, I think, something like that on my run, and I almost shit my pants, dude. <laughs> oh, salamander newt. <laughs> you, know, you know how I am with animals. Yep. Not good. You're, you're frightened of them. Yeah, You're like ele- an elephant with mice. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, they're they're, they're and the the rules were were really strange because it's not like sea monster is some set mythology like like mermaids or something like that. So I guess the rules are if you're a sea monster, obviously you live underwater, but if they go above the surface and dry off, they just turn into a human. So this kid who's always curious about the surface and stuff, this other sea monster kid pulls him out of the water, turns him into a human, and then he turns out he really likes the surface. So for some reason, they become obsessed with Vespas. And then they go to this nearby town to blend in as humans so they can win some race 
and get enough money to buy a Vespa. The Italians? Yeah. Is that what's going on here? But the gotcha. the voice is done by of the main kid, I think that Jacob Tremblay kid who's been in a bunch of movies. Hmm. Let me see. Cause I, okay. I want to get his uh, credits right. I feel like he was in Room. Uh, yeah, okay. So him and uh, Brie Larson were in Room together. But it, he's, uh, not, he was... he's not Italian. And they the only time he has an Italian accent is when he's talking, when he's saying names. So he's like, he herds fish underwater and they all have Italian names. So he'll be like, hey, everybody, what happened to uh, 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 Giuseppe? Where's the Giuseppe? It's <laughs> the only time he has an Italian accent. Everything else is just spoken with an American accent. But he's like, oh, the Giuseppe. Where do you go? He's like Aron Sanchez and he's speaking about Mexican food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the bully, uh, the bad guy kid in the village is such like a little Italian stereotype. Like he's kind of ratty looking and he has this weird starter stash that only has hairs towards the edge of his lips on the side. And he's got big goofy ears. And one of his little henchmen is named Guido. <laughs> Like they, they really went for it. They're like, ah, Italians don't give a fuck. Let's just hit every stereotype. Yeah, as long as it's not black people, fuck it. Or yeah. Jews. They're all walking around or like, Asians. oh, mamma mia, mozzarella. Like the, the little <laughs> girl that the main kid has a crush on, she goes like, uh, anytime something exacerbates her, she'll be like, Santa Maria. But she'll, she'll put like cheeses. So she'll be like, Santa Gorgonzola. And then the next time she gets bummed out, she's like, oh, Santa Mozzarella. <laughs> it's it's kind of goofy. Uh, it wasn't like the greatest Pixar movie. I could see maybe why they didn't um, dump Tape it up. hundreds of millions of dollars into the advertising, but it had its cute moments. And, you know, I watched it with my girlfriend. There were enough cute stuff for, for her to enjoy it. There's a big fat cat. And for some reason, she is obsessed with fat cats. Like, anytime there's a fat cat on screen, she gets, like, this strong reaction that's actually kind of adorable. So, I enjoyed that aspect of it. Uh, I but, like where this review's going. Hey, did, like, Garfield? Is she a big Garfield fan? Yeah. yeah. Well, not, like, a fan where she's seen all the cartoons and read the comic strips, but she likes Garfield's aesthetics. He is a fat cat. Does she own, is she, does she own a cat? No. Zero pets. Thank goodness. But, uh, I, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, enjoyable. I'm glad I watched it on Disney Plus and didn't go see it in a theater. It's like a 3.5 dicker. If you got a Disney Plus subscription, it's worth a watch. It's not like Soul point, or anything. 3.5 Luca dicks. Love it. Yeah. I, I'll suck 3.5 Sea Monster dicks. Nice. But so is he? Is he? I guess this could be a spoiler. Does he go back to the sea? Is he going to go recruit his homies or his sea family and be like, "Hey, it's pretty sweet on the surface. Why don't you guys quit being pussies?" Well, they are giant pussies, and they want to send him to live in the deep sea to keep him away from the surface because the surface people hate sea monsters. So 
they're all like racist oh, against sea monsters and want to kill them and shit. And they're kind of like Bigfooty. So nobody, like people claim to have seen them, but there's no real proof. But that's that's the general consensus amongst the community is sea monsters bad. If they exist and we find them, we want to skewer them with harpoons. So the, when they're when these kids are on the surface, like if water gets spilled on them, like if if somebody threw a cup of water and it hit them in the arm, that arm part that got wet would turn into a sea monster. So they're constantly having to dodge water so they blend in, and nobody sees their sea monster elements. It sounds like the fractured relationship of uh, Italy and maybe North Africa. It sounds like uh, Disney could be up to their old tricks. I don't like it. <laughs> My racism spidey sense is just oh, pulsating. I'm, I'm sensing too much agenda. Zero dicks. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Negative dicks. In that case, <laughs> I'm over this fucking old shit. I have nothing to review. I'm sorry. I'm useless on that front. I watched 40 minutes of Mosquito Coast. It was whatever. Is that a movie hey, or a TV show? TV show on Apple Plus. Apple Plus, I think it's called. Their new season of The Morning Show is coming out in, I believe, September. We talked about that. I loved it. It was with um, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Carell. It's an each uh, Apple Plus uh, original. I don't know. I guess you don't remember. Billy Crudup, he killed it. But I'm excited for that. Nothing... Nothing to review. Didn't get certainly didn't get to the theaters. Is there anything? What's the big next big movie you're going to see? Is it Fast Nine? Yes. Yeah, because that comes out on Friday, I think. Yes. So I don't actually. The girlfriend's away this weekend, so yeah, I probably will end up seeing that this weekend. And then she has no interest in Fast Nine. No, she's like that one. You can see by yourself. Please don't drag me to that one. So I'll probably mm-hmm. see that this weekend. And then I guess I guess we gotta wait two weeks after that for Black Widow. I think that's July 9th. Let me see. Black Widow Yeah. July 9th. So I, I guess that's I'm I'm not like looking forward to Fast Nine. I am going to see it, and I probably will enjoy it because it's such mindless, over-the-top stupidity, which there's most certainly a place in my heart for. (laughs) (laughs) But it's been a while uh, since a new Marvel movie came out, so I I am definitely excited for Black Widow. I think think I'm going to end up talking myself into going to see Fast 9. It feels like an event. It feels like like it's going to make $2 billion opening weekend. That'll be interesting. Because I mean, those those Fast and the Furious movies, when they come out, they do like hundred million plus opening weekends, and I'm really curious to see how the freshly opened theaters and perhaps a small percentage of the population that's still COVID sketched out, how that affects things. Because this oh, could be the true barometer nine. of ship ship being back. If Fast sure. Nine clears hundred mil, Fast Nine. <laughs> I'm excited for it. All right. Well, sounds like we might get a a three way review next week. You guys want to bukkake fast nine? You guys want to see if I can get there? You want to triangle it? 
<laughs> Little Crafter Jeff reference there. Oh, uh, Pyramid. But Oh, yeah, yeah, Pyramid. Yeah, fuck that one up. I don't think it'll work. It's not enough chicks. <laughs> oh, man. All right, well, hey, we haven't uh, done this in a couple episodes. Why don't we take a listen to a few? Voicemails, yay! Uh-oh. See what our friends in the Puminati have to say? Oh, Jesus. All right. I got to figure out where we left off. Ooh, shit. Yeah, we are backlogged. Okay. Here we go. I think this is the this is the starting point. Ah, oh, damn it. What happened? It constantly does that yeah. thing where I have to unplug the headphone jack and then plug it back in. Because it just plays oh, it doesn't the play iPad through the auxiliary? Speakers. Yeah. I don't yeah, know why it does that every I, I have that happen here there. All right, here we go. What's up, guys? I wanted to tell you a little more about the farmer's market since you guys seemed kind of interested when I mentioned it last, uh, my last voicemail. Uh, oh, and also because of Shuddy Boy, his uh, edibles that he's been getting, <laughs> I get those there also. The same, the sour turp crawlers and the airheads and... They get, oh. like, Starburst, all this different stuff. They got, man, they got everything there. It's ridiculous. Uh, it's basically, this thing is every Friday. And this week, actually, it's free to get in for Gemini, so I'm free this week, so that's pretty cool. But you guys might think this is cool. It's a gamer night. So they got a gamer zone. You can play video games while you smoke. Man, they got, like, a bar in there where they give out free dabs. It's freaking cool. I've never seen anything like this. I basically learned about it, like, a month ago. I just go every Friday now. <laughs> but Sounds sweet. Anyways, uh, oh, yeah. They got... Uh... Oh, his phone exploded. Man, before I moved to L.A., I was honestly... <laughs> what a cliffhanger. I know. What I was. Have? I was talking about how... Because I didn't know how things worked out here. It was just like, yeah, you just go to a doctor and you say, I have an owie. They give you your medical marijuana card, and then you just go to the weed store and you buy weed. I didn't know what the dynamics were of the actual shops where you bought said cannabis. So I was thinking like, man, I would love to save up enough money to open one of those places, and I'll just theme it out, and I'll make it fucking dope, and I'll put like a lounge in there, and put like cool lights and make a really cool fun stonery vibe aesthetic and maybe some black lights and some neon shit put some couches put some like arcade cabinets in there and then you can just like smoke weed and play street fighter or you know mortal Kombat or some shit just put some fun games i didn't realize that there was no consumption of marijuana in any of those places that it was just like a storefront so i was really bummed out when i learned that but if we ever get to a point, I think the only thing they've licensed that comes close to that is that Lowell Cafe. They were the first people in Southern California, probably in America maybe, to get a license to open up an establishment where you can smoke weed inside and do other things like order food and stuff and just lounge out and hang. They have like community volcanoes. So if you buy weed there, you can fire up one of their volcanoes and shit. Seems like that was a that was pre-pandemic, so that was you know maybe two years ago or something, and it doesn't seem like there's been much movement on that front. 
But if they open up like a weed Dave and Buster's, holy shit, that would be cool. Yeah, they would have you'd have to get a whole bunch of like papers and uh, I don't know documents filed and all the other shit. I've been to a few like you know off the grid spots with dab bars and some sort of setup like that. But I mean, it's definitely not like uh, I don't know, like a thriving or what you call it, like a a big part of the business or a big part of the industry. Yeah. So I don't know. I have I still haven't even checked out the Lowell Farms thing that you discussed or talked about, but I haven't either. I I hear what you're saying. Oh, dude called back. All right. We get the cliffhanger. Sorry about that. Don't know what happened there. Uh basically what I was saying is it's basically like a like a big uh an event with a bunch of vendors. Like like that's why I call it the farmers market. I don't want to blow up what it's actually called here. There's already a lot of people that go. But uh so just a bunch of guys selling weed and, and edibles and everything you can think of. They got mushrooms there. Whoa. Man, it's great. You guys got to check it out <laughs> if you can find it. Yeah, but and that's, actually there's a whole bunch <laughs> of other ones. This is only one that I go to. There's several other events like this with different names. So just they're all over uh, Instagram. Look them up. Have a go. So Nana and Boo Boo. So wow. you're fucking lost. Man, that sounds like the 626 night market of weed. Oh, which is also making a return, right? Oh, yeah. It's back. I don't know what prompted me, but I just one day went to their website and saw that they have dates scheduled. Um, I don't know. I, Jeff, I thought you were going to be a little bit more excited when I gave you the news, being that we had to miss a year due to COVID. But I'm looking to fucking go many many dates <laughs> we talked about this you're gonna make three mission or three moves i'm not i'm not saying that i'm i'm not gonna be there with you at least once well i actually just pulled up the site again and i guess in my excitement i didn't fully look at it so it used to be multiple weekends in july and then multiple weekends in august or september now it seems like there's only four weekends the entire summer. So there's one July 9th, the weekend of July 9th, and another one the week after that, but I'm going to be in Jersey for my stepbrother's wedding, so I'm going to have to miss that one. And then the next one's at the end of August, and then the first week of September. So there's only four weekends of it. So we might have to make some power moves. <laughs> Like have to have like whole weekend getaways. Are we gonna have, do you yeah. want to get what's uh what town is that again? Let's get, let's get a hotel room. Yeah, we might well, have to get separate a, hotel rooms, of course. Two different Airbnbs in Arcadia. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we'll expense it. We'll put it on the the Patreon business account. Yeah, yeah. All right, here's another voice. Contents for work. Bad time is for ya. What's up? It's not art. No, it's Daddy Dirty Dick, specifically calling to talk shit about fucking Army of the Dead, or AKA, as I like to call it, Zack Snyder's uh, Suicide Squad. Wow. 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 Like, any time that Zack Snyder gets signed up for a movie, it's going to be a two and a half hour piece of shit. No, just kidding. Just, uh, just sleep with, what, four hours? 
All right, well, apparently Daddy Dirty Dick did not like Army of the Dead. Yeah, well... Can't hit on that. Reportedly, it sucked ass. Yeah, well, they all can't be winners, right? Oh, here's one. Holy fuck, is this Oshido sauce good or what, y'all? I'm about to eat this whole fucking jar. I just got it today. Ah, wow. Short and all sweet. Right. Nope, you, just, you knocked your mic out, Jeff. You're gone. Hello? Oh, you're back. Oh. I don't know. I had to do a little Super Nintendo turn it off and turn it back on real quick. Obviously, the <laughs> camera caught me. I don't know. I didn't even fucking hit the cord. <sighs> Bunch of bullshit. All right. Well, hey. Thanks uh, for Kwame. Thank you. Uh, he appreciates yeah. all the love that Puminati gives him for Oshido. It's helping his brand. And he's trying to get out to more stores. And he's making moves on his own... Uh, uh, you know, on the the marketing plan and all the other, you know, business intricacies that I can't even really speak to. He's in a farmer's market as well in Connecticut. Not, there's no weed and uh, debauchery like the homies, but there's Oshito sauce. Yeah. All right, here's another one. Hey, Boris. Goomer calling in again. Goomer with a G, not Boomer, Shetty. <laughs> Get it straight. Um, some I'm not Canadian from the Bay Area, so like north of Kevin and, and the, uh, Jeff Meister. And yeah, uh, uh, Kevin was asking what I said, what a chop was. He said I called it a chuck, then a chop. I called it a chop. Um, <laughs> otherwise known as like a moke. In some places they call it a mook, which is pretty weird. It's pretty much when you put on. Uh, Tobacco and weed in a in a bong, and you smoke it. It's like fifty fifty ratio. Really? Um, and I have one pack for you guys. So this goes out to my boy Pramper, who's also from the Bay Area. You should be getting a voicemail from him. Nice, <laughs> guys. We're getting a chop. Us, us, and Pramper. Yeah, we're uh, we're gonna gangbang our voicemail here. I used to. I used to do bong rips with Fronto, which is, I think, like, I don't know, it's like a, it's like a Jamaican tobacco. You like, you sprinkle it on Love top you guys. of your. Have a good one. Nice Fronto. Sprinkle. Fronto it was called. And you'd sprinkle it like on top of your packed bowl, and it would give you like a nicotine rush. Oh, it was actually pretty sweet. I did like it. Yeah, when I got when I went to Amsterdam, they're big on rolling spliffs, like half weed, half tobacco, and then towards the the front of the filter, they just put all tobacco, so you know when you get to that point to just put it out, so you're not smoking like gunked up resin that builds up through the the spliff, because they like to roll those big fat cones there too, and at first I didn't like it, but as a former cigarette smoker, it's it sort of grew on me. And there was a time when I got back from Amsterdam, I went to Sheesh, or what was it, Shisha? Yes. In the village? Yes. Went to Shisha, because they also have a massive hookah room, and then they sell, they have these big jars of tobacco. So I, was, I would buy some plain tobacco, 
in like uh, baggies, take it home, and then roll up spliffs. And everybody got like people were not fans of that. So I didn't I didn't stick with that trend very long. <laughs> everybody was very bummed I, out when I rolled them. Started losing friends. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I was adjust. like, all right, fine. I had to adjust. I'll stop getting the tobacco. You win. Uh, I think we got time for a couple of more. Hello, Shuddy. I ate his liver with some fava beans and a nice bottle of Kiant. What's up, MSP? Hey, PE teacher here. And I got a question for Kevin. Every day in my class, I got kids that come in with the worst onion B.O. And it sticks. It stays in my class, and it is horrific. Would you rather suck a dick or have to eat a slice of onion every morning before you wake up? I'll tell you this much. I'd suck a dick not to have to smell onion B.O. anymore. So I I suck one dick, or I'm eating onions every day, every morning. I think it should be lessened. I think you either suck one dick, or you get to s- smell onions throughout your house in the morning, because I feel like there's a le- there's that's more of a struggle. But would you would you suck a dick to not have to eat onions? I feel like you would pretty easily. Yeah, yeah, that's a no brainer. Would you would you suck Shuddy's dick? Uh, if he wears like a He-Man mask, maybe. I don't, I don't <laughs> want him fucking looking at me. Well, all right, how about we compromise and we do Skeletor? <laughs> what, Shuddy has a Skeletor mask on? Or I'm sucking Skeletor's yeah. dick? No, 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 no. You're, you're sucking Shuddy's dick, but he's wearing a Skeletor mask. If the mask has no eye holes, sure. <laughs> hmm. All right, let me talk to Shuddy about it. We'll... We'll figure it out. What was the other guy? Beast Man? What if what if he was wearing a whole Beast Man costume, but it just had a cutout where the dick was? As long as he doesn't grunt like Beast Man while I'm blowing him. Uh, all right. I, I hate these stipulations. Anyways, <laughs> answer the voicemailer's question. I did, you yeah. Suck I'll suck a dick. dick, yeah. I knew it. You're such a floozy when it comes to onions. I know. I feel like I've gotten onion B.O. lately. I don't know what happened. I think I feel like it was after the the camping trip. My deodorant likes to just give up half throughout through half the day, and then I just smell onions. I'm like, this is bullshit. What did I do? I went hiking your... with my girl yesterday. We went to um, this weird, weird, like mountain range in Malibu. It was a really, really cool hike, though. But we went hiking for like three hours, and I'd say forty minutes into it, my deodorant was like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." And I was so embarrassed. I'm like, damn it, I stink. Did you have to poop at all? No. I feel like you usually have to shit your pants in these situations. None no, no. Luckily, luckily, I didn't have to poop on the hike. But man, I stunk. Yeah. That was a huge right. bummer. This, has your lady called you out on this? Well, has I called my I called myself out on it because, you know, we kept we had to keep re me uh, more so had to keep reapplying sunscreen and we only bought we weren't we thought we were going to do a an hour and a half hike and it turned out to be double that and she brought like a water bottle that we were both drinking out of and we killed that quick 
And she was like, shit, I wish I brought more water. And I was like, yeah, now that I'm thinking about it, I kind of wish I brought extra deodorant too. She's like, yeah, that's all right. You're only stinky around me. There's nobody else here. So she definitely picked up on it before I said anything. Nice. Uh, okay, we got time for one more. Let's do one more voicemail. Hey, guys. Colton from Calgary here. Uh, so today you guys were talking about cereal. I think it was 367. Um, I could not agree with Kevin more on this one. Like, why the fuck do they not have, like, Ziplocs? like inside of them, you know, like shake and bake or shredded cheese. Even flour has a horizontal tear here line, and then they've got like a Ziploc thing inside of it, right? Like I've got two kids, and they open up bags of cereals all the time and just fucking make a mess of it. I don't know. I just had to call in on that one because I got pissed off when I heard it. <laughs> have a good one. Man, digging back deep, going back to the 300s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I really don't remember what he's talking about. Uh, I was bitching about how anytime I open a bag of cereal, it just tears all the way down it and then spills out into the right. box and it's a bitch to repackage. And he agrees with me. Why isn't there a Ziploc thing? Probably because cereal knows they have, they, they, they got you. You're, you're still going to yeah, buy gonna cereal. Do? Yeah. What are you going to not buy cereal? If you're, if you fuck with cereal, that's not stopping you. Yeah. They're going to cut some corners on the inner package and get over it, dude. Yep. Or Kevin in this case. Yeah, whatever. You're a son of a bitch, Jeff. <laughs> whatever. You're a traitor to your country. <laughs> Whoa, all right, come on. Let's not chill. Oh, how patriotic I am. All right, everybody. Well, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for hanging with us. If you need more MSPH in your life, I strongly advise you to check out our Patreon. Tons and tons and tons of content going up every week. We have multiple joint shows that we're doing. We all put forth our solo efforts as well. It's its its own Netflix. I think we have close to 800 posts now because we've been going for over three years. When you sign up, you get access to everything since day one. So there is a treasure trove waiting for you. The $5 tier has our bonus podcast that we do every week. And brand new show, Crafter Jeff. As of the time of this recording, there are three episodes, new ones dropping every week. And it appears to be a massive hit. People are fucking loving it. Yep. New uh, Master Chef episode this Wednesday. So everyone tune in and if you can rewatch the old ones and catch up with us on Crafter Chef or Crafter Jeff the Shuddy Edition. It's a fucking ton of fun. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait for the, the elimination rounds to start. Yeah, we just made it through the three auditions and now the competition starts. And Jeff has been getting heaps of praise over his passionate commentary about all the food and the chefs on MasterChef. So uh, patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour if you want to check it out and support the homies. Uh, you can also follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Jeff for Records. And at MSPH Podcast if you want to see some pics of Shuddy on his He-Man adventure. And if people want to Sign up and follow just to top us off, get, get us over the 2,000 follower mark. That would be dope. Yeah, top off your homies. Come on. Yeah. Top us off. <laughs> also, check out Jeff's podcast, Fade the Media. That is out there and available for consumption. Uh, we still got a backlog of fucking voicemails to get through. But if you want to send us an email, it's madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. 
People seem to be loving Oh Shitto Sauce. You know, we all love it. So go to oshitto.com and use code Puminati at checkout for a little discount. Uh, YouTube. Full episodes up on YouTube. YouTube.com slash MadScientistPartyHour. Every little subscription and like and share helps greatly. Uh, you guys got anything else? That covers it. Yeah. Nope. I'm good. You got all the necessary plugs in. Good job. Well, there you have it, friends. But until next time, spose something! Fucking bing boing, poimp, poimp, poimp. Let us see here. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Woo! Sweating like a motherfucker. God damn. <sighs> eh. 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 Einlay. Eh. 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 Sorry, guys. You fucking ass hat. You do what it just. You say it's an unexpected poop, but it's not like you pooped today at your girlfriend's, so it should have been expected. Well, I didn't have to poop then, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you don't tell him how his biological bowel clock rotates. (laughs) That didn't make any sense. As the clock rotates. (laughs) I don't know why I'm even trying to make defense statements for you, Kevin, you piece of shit. Yeah, just I'd actually fucking pile much on. rather. I'd actually. Oh, I'm going to. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I'd actually. I'd actually much rather be looking at Shuddy's face today because it's Sunday. It should be. It would be a glorious day for us to interact because usually it's football on Sundays or some sort of prime sporting event. Or but he's not that queef. into what's going on. Oh well, don't we usually do that on Saturday? We do. Kevin doesn't Saturday. know what he's talking about. Saturdays are for the queefs. But you, you Sunday morning, I, I, I feel poop. like I never see your face Sunday morning. And I like that. Your stupid head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, unfortunately, you're going to have to look at this stupid head for the next two and a half hours. Hey, so I oh, tweeted sh- this out a few minutes ago. A-M-M-S-P-H three... Three forward signs. Recording in progress. PM MSPH. I feel like I feel like we're more of a morning AM radio show than we are PM. Maybe. I mean, Howard was on in the mornings. I know. I don't. You know, it would be very scary going against Howard Stern if that were the case. But I'm just oh saying. God, yeah. I prefer. I don't know. I yeah, feel just like put I'm us on in the, the markets. Morning. Just put us on in the markets that don't have Howard. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I want give us all those markets. Um, I just, I don't know. I do my best writing and handicapping in the morning. I, I, I feel like I have my best performance in production in the mornings, and I, and I'm, I prefer doing MSPH in the morning. I got to be honest. We usually do supermarket queefs in the morning. Uh, yeah, Crafter Jeff Shuddy edition in the morning. Absolutely. I wake up, it's like football Sunday 
the crafter Jeff Sunday edition or the crafter Jeff Shuddy editions. Like every sun, uh, every football season or every Sunday during football season, I wake up at like five thirty AM and like play Madden, watch old football games, just get amped up every morning before master chef. I rewatch master chef like two or three times, <laughs> like fast forward and stuff. I'm all, I play the, I'm I play the master chef video game on the switch. I try making a new breakfast for myself just to, you know, hone my own skills. Oh, today I'm going to have poached eggs with some creme fraiche. (laughs) Today's a big day for me, guys. We got a lot going on. Obviously, MSPH is the highlight of it, but bitch-ass Paul is coming over today. We're going to do the Vietnamese coffee shop for game seven of the basketball of his favorite basketball team's playoff series. Then we're going to do Korean barbecue. Shit. I might even end it with a bakery move. I just thought of that idea that I, I love <laughs> that idea. I'm talking. Your inner gluttony. monologue is just playing out in real time. Yeah. Yeah. And it's all fat guy moves. Oh, like, and then maybe some donuts. Oh, oh I like donuts. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I have... I could win my first golf bet ever. I'm kind of excited. And what bums me out, though, is I did a whole golfing podcast with my uh, website and a couple golf guys, and I didn't give this pick out as one of my best bets because I cannot pronounce this guy's last fucking name, and I didn't look want to look like a retard in front of these guys. Oh, his name's like Joe Smythe? How do you say that? <laughs> Dude, it's Lewis. Easy one. Lewis. Usenthizen. I don't know. He's South African. There's two. His his last name starts out with two O's. Usenthizen. I can't pronounce it, so I couldn't give it out as a best bet and look like a fucking dumbass in front of these guys. I mean, usually when I'm podcasting, it plays to my advantage looking to like a dumbass at all. It helps the product. But it definitely won't play to my advantage in sports betting. And this guy's leading the tournament. I got him at like plus fourteen hundred. This little this goofy South African motherfucker with his weird name might might win, and I could actually cash. I thought it was impossible to win money off of golf. What's his name? Uthen flopping. Ooh, yeah, I want to. I want you to try Lewis. I'm sure Google autocorrected. So Lewis spelled normal. Oh, L O O O S T H. U-I-Z-E-N? Yeah. Give it a shot. Lewis? Uthuizen? <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, right? Oh, my so, God. So, Dude, I just Googled him. His Lewis is just his nickname. His birth name is Lode... <laughs> Lodewickus Theodorus... Usthusian. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking intense name, huh? Shuddy, you should Google this guy and give it a shot. Yeah. Just Lewis, L-O-U-I-S. Hold on, let me... Autocorrect. (laughs) L-O-U-I-S. O-O-S-T. And then it'll autocomplete. Oosthesen, I would guess. 
Okay, but look at his. Jeff, how do you see? How do they say it on TV? You're obviously watching golf. I I watch it muted. Well, I'm watching it muted right now. I don't know. I don't. I just handicap it. I didn't. I don't they really just watch Lewis. it that much. They just treat him like Cher. Oh, there goes Lewis. Oh no! Everyone else knows how to say it. That's what I'm saying. Like the guys that I did that podcast with, like they really like. One's the managing editor of Golf Week, which is a very well known golf publication. Doesn't matter to you. And the other one Whoa. bets on golf and knows all this shit. So if I said his name and butcher, I would have looked like a fucking idiot. And. But I don't I don't watch enough golf. Like I know the big names and really, you know how I am. I know the big American names. <laughs> I don't really I don't really know the big foreign names. What if we're even saying so, Lewis wrong? He's like, Oh, I think I'm betting that guy. Uh wait, what's it fucking Lewis? No <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'll tell you in a moment. <laughs> but if he wins, I'm gonna I, I think I'm gonna win like fifteen hundred. Oh, so, shit. That'd be sweet. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for the help, Louis Oosthoffelsons. Yeah, I put, only put like $25 on it, but he's like, I think I'd win 1400 but he was like plus 14 something. And like, I spent like $15 at Chipotle last night, Can so you fuck it. Sh- Whatever. 10 seconds. All right. Well, now we don't have a podcast. Okay. Hope you're happy. So we were saying his first name wrong. <sighs> Wait, whatever you were just playing didn't make it to us. I know. I oh. was listening to a pronunciation of his name. It's Louis, like the French way. Oostazen. Oostazen? Yes. So you would have immediately gotten a buzzer if you started. <laughs> yeah. I never had a chance. I like Louis. never a chance. <laughs> He would have been fine in that first syllable, Lou. Yeah, but I should have just went with Lou O. <laughs> and it would have been just downhill from there. You know, my friends and I, we just call him Louie Lulu. <laughs> uh, my favorite South African golfer. And to bring a full circle, one of the first times that I met, or excuse me, went to the, the Vietnamese coffee shop, the girls... One of the girls got like really chummy with us and brought over a weed vape pen and like hung out at our table the whole time. And she happened to be from South Africa or had grown up. Uh, part of her childhood was in South Africa. Still one of the hotter, not not the goat hot, but one of the hotter Vietnamese coffee shop waitresses I've ever, ever encountered. And does she have a South African a, accent? No, she like spent. I think she spent like up till age 10 in America, in Southern California. And then her father moved to South Africa for work. So she lived there from like one to or 11 to 15 and then spent like high school in Orange County. I think that was, Hmm. I don't remember. This is a long time ago. I just remember how hot she was and somehow South Africa was connected to her history. And I just have a hunch that South African women are gorgeous. But yeah, if I'm being real, I'm probably never going to go. I don't, I don't know what I would want to see in South Africa. You know, <laughs> I'm not, I can't see myself like Johannesburg. Is it Johannesburg? Is it Johannesburg? I don't know. But what do they do there? Was it Could Scar- be cool. Scarlet Johannesburg? Johannesburg? Johannesburg, whatever, you know. I'll just hopefully run into 
South Africans in L.A. or but, one of the oh. metropolises here in America. All right, you guys want to kick this off? I guess. Little Mom is ready. I'm ready. Iron Mike's ready. From Los Angeles, California, where the Mad Scientist Party Hour. <laughs> <laughs> 